Well, hello, hello, hello. This is another wonderful episode of the Kule Courageous Conversations. Oh, it's it's an it's going to be an awesome episode. Like, <laughs> I feel I haven't said that in such a long time, Sheldon. But yes, it's going. To, hopefully, it's an awesome. Well, we think it's going to be awesome. I hope our listeners out there. Will yeah, think it's an awesome episode. And I have a feeling. Yeah, I think every episode is going to be awesome. And the reason why I think this one is going to be awesome is because. I think we haven't done this since I think July. I think the I think July was the last time we had a conversation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, not not necessarily a, a conversation. We're talking about a kuile. A kuile. We, we've had we have had multiple conversations <laughs> since then, but we haven't had a kuile courageous conversation. But so it's, Alfie, it's good to be back, and yeah, yeah. So we're in the swing of things, Sheldon, right? Yes, we're in the swing yeah. of things right now. Yeah, right now it's it's September and we are yeah we're in the depths of it. So how have you been? I mean, it's it's been July and you know that was our last Kule courageous conversations. And so for our listeners, how have you been, Alfie? As as awesome as I can be, you know. Mm. Um, it's just you know, and it's we, we <laughs> and Sheldon, you know this. Like we we're we're sitting at home or we're you know, working from home or doing whatever we can to continue work. And we get these messages from people as we slowly come back. It's like, Hey, Alfie, hope you had a great summer. At least I hope you had a break. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I think we both have not had a break since March, 2020 when it's all started. Oh yeah, totally, totally. And, you know, and, you know, and you hear, you hear these people saying, but, but you get, sometimes you get to work from home, but then, you know, there's the, it's not all hunky dory, you know. With that, you know, when you hear like a little toddler crying, you have to kind of tend to their needs, you know, all those type of things, you know. So again, um, I, I always say this: kudos and props to mm-hmm. people that's ever been homeschooled, or for people that have to, you know, balance taking care of their family and working at home at the same time. You know, that's that's no easy task. That's no easy feat. I mean, we've had a couple. Um, episodes on our podcast where we had guest appearances from kids yeah. <laughs> during our during our session. So hey, you know that's that's the reality. That's that's that life. Is, that's what that, we're dealing with. That is reality. And you know, back uh, to your point about folks. Um, I guess thinking that working from home is a little bit of a break, but if you could share, because I know you manage the campus's text messaging. Um, oh, could yes. you share the amount of time that was involved in responding to all those messages? Sure, sure. So there's a relatively new initiative, I guess you could say, with our or with our campus uh, mm-hmm. using a text messaging system. Um, I believe it's called Signalvine, and mm-hmm. um, for a while it was with the intention, first of all, is to focus on the onboarding of students, which basically means we have students who have been accepted to KCC, but um, haven't done anything yet, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but they've been accepted. They applied, they got accepted. But what I mean by that, they haven't registered, that haven't done their, maybe their placement tests or haven't signed up for a new student orientation, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. um, that was launched, I would say, maybe towards the latter part of July. Mm-hmm. And once that launch happened, I was inundated with text messages, not on my phone, thank goodness, but there's, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll change my service provider. But <laughs> but going to our, thank goodness that you can text message people back via this website, going back and forth. Uh, I would say the initial, initial launch, I was probably stuck at my computer 
respond to these text messages maybe for two to three hours. Wow. Well, people just ask, yeah, just people just asking all these questions, you know, um, and, you know, and then, well, part of this may be because I'm not tech literate, um, but, <laughs> but, you know, learning this whole system and whatnot. But yeah, um, that's, that's one of the newer things that we've been kind of using and a way to getting important information out to students as well. <laughs> so I was at a um, senior class parent night and I was doing some digging as far as enrollment numbers go. And I guess kind of running parallel to the number of inquiries that you were getting through that text messaging service was just the number of students enrolled for this, this current fall, fall 2021. What's crazy to me is that we are at like around 6,100 students enrolled. Wow. And it's almost as if we are not in a pandemic. No. Because students oh, are signing up, yeah, okay. and that was that was that was a, that was a mind blowing number. Even UH Manoa shared that their numbers are up as well. And so, I think um, we were a little bit nervous about students kind of shying away from pursuing higher ed. But I think folks still feel that you know the opportunity is there, and might as well take full advantage of it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah, we 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 expressed a little bit concern with that, you know, because as news was coming back in terms of how our college is going to handle the current pandemic, you know, there's, we're getting mixed messages of, okay, we're going to be either in the hybrid classrooms or we're going to be online classes. And, you know, and we've had episodes where we talked about, you know, do students really want that? You know, that's something that they were in, especially for first time, first time college students, you know, they're coming in from high school and, a lot of their classes were the same. They're either the online or hybrid format. And we're like, oh no, it's just like, hey, you know, by the way, welcome to college. It's going to be the exact same way yeah. as it is in high school. And so there's a lot of anxiety um, around that. But yeah, when when you just uh, mentioned those numbers and figures of people coming to college, we're like, wow, we're we're not that far off, honestly. Nope, not at all. I, I mean, we're, yeah. we're a little bit worried about how they're going to... Um succeed in a class and that's a whole different ball of wax but i think oh definitely yeah but i think with the number of text messages that you're getting and just the enrollment numbers i feel that people still value um higher education which is wonderful it's just really yeah, really great definitely so we're in september right now the next semester coming up is spring 20 spring 2022 uh, that starts in january so I believe right. the application is live now. So students can apply for spring yes, yes. now. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's correct. What if they, what if we're working with high school seniors? Can they apply for fall now? Yeah, I believe, I believe the application should be up, right? For fall 20. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah, it should. Um, so same same website, unless something changes within the next semester or two, but just apply.hoy.edu. Yep. Um, and um, I think, actually, Sheldon, what are, what are the most common errors we've seen? <laughs> I mean, I mean, keep in mind, we only have like an hour for this podcast, but what are the most common <laughs> errors we have seen for okay. students applying? <laughs> that is good. So, yes. So, okay, again, spring 2022 and fall 2022 say that 10 times fast, um, is live now. So if students want to start in January and or in August, they can submit an application now through apply.hawaii.edu. And so, yes, um, 
but the way for folks to make making sure their application submitted successfully, yeah, there's things that they need to do correctly on the UH app. So thinking about common errors, I would say citizenship is one. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of there's that weird high school question at the very yes. beginning. They switched yes. it from degree goal to high school status, which is great. Yes. So the language yeah. is a little bit clearer, but it's kind of reading things through carefully and making sure they answer these questions right so that it pushes it through. Um, they're able to select their major mm-hmm. and process it kind of efficient, efficiently. And that I think that is another common error at the very end. So after they complete everything, students do not hit submit. And so mm-hmm. I think it's reminding them that they have to hit submit for us to even process their application. Um, so that are some common things that I see. What do you see? Actually, even in it's even that in itself, it's once you click submit, there's like another confirmation type of submit that comes right. afterwards. Yeah, it's like submit. It's like, are you sure you want to submit? Are you really sure you want to submit? Are you sure and you're then, sure? You're yeah. sure? You really sure? Yeah, <laughs> so definitely that's, that's an important one. Um, I guess um, not really a common, well, I guess like a common question I get afterwards is like, did you all receive my my uh, application? And mm. the way, the and I always respond back by saying, did you get an email confirmation that's saying mm-hmm. that your application has been submitted? So um, there's a part of the application where you're supposed to provide um, some type of some type of email, um, you know, and what we always say is like, especially if, if you're a high school student, try not try not to use your high school email because we're not sure when that when they cut you off, you know, whether you go to like Temaki, Kalani or, you know, Kaiser, whatever it may be, you know, it's we're not right. sure how long you have that that DOE email kind of thing. So yeah, use some other type of personal email. But on in that email, you will receive a confirmation notifying you that yes, your application has been submitted, which leads into the next part is uh, make sure you check your spam email or your spam mm. folder. Yeah, you know, because people say like, I haven't seen it in my inbox. Well, check all the folders that you possibly have, you know, spam, check the spam folder, you know, maybe you might find a good Musubi, Musubi recipe. <laughs> Is it silly joke Monday? Okay, my, sorry. I but anyway, I found my spam. Yeah, <laughs> but I ate my whole. I ate my spam. But anyways, <laughs> but yeah, just like little things like that, you know, just uh, making sure you come, you click on submit multiple times. Um, uh, I think another thing we've seen is yeah, the the residency question as well, because technically, if you're you're you show that you're a resident, you the application is free. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So just. Always double checking that part to see if he answered it, you know, accordingly. You know, uh, otherwise there, you'll see like this twenty-five dollar fee. You're like, oh, mm. I thought it was supposed to be free. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I always remind even some of our community partners and high school counselors that if your students question you about why they are being charged a fee, it's like, okay, I think they need to go back into the residency portion, revisit it, and see how um, things can be changed. Another thing that I think students get confused about is they get this um, almost like this application tracking number, thinking that it's yes. their ID number. Yes. So it's reminding yes. them that, no, don't use that number for your placement test. Um, an ID number will be sent to you shortly. And so that's mm-hmm. a common thing that they get mixed up with the tracking number, um, yes. thinking that it's their UH ID number. So that's another thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I think what really 
what students just need to remember is to reach out to any one of us should they have questions about the whole journey and we'll definitely walk them through. I'll put our contact information in our podcast description, but yeah, that's the, yeah. The, it's pretty straightforward, right? The application is pretty, pretty easy. Right. For the most part. And then for the current students, Sheldon, like what have, where, what have you been seeing with the current batch of students with, as they're kind of going, we're, we're in September, you know, mm. You know, with, you know, again, we still had a lot of that uncertainty as we kind of went into this um, this semester. But what are some things you have been noticing or seeing from students, or what kind of inquiries have you been fielding from students um, for this semester? That's that's a great one. I I want to say a lot of them are still a little bit nervous about continuing in this virtual arena, which I totally get. And what I do appreciate is them just asking a ton of questions. Yeah. Um, I think they don't hold back, which I love. And it also helps us understand the level of anxiety they're going through. And so their questions, Mm -hmm. I think, allow you and myself to then let our bosses know this is what the students Mm -hmm. are feeling. Um, This is the kind of concerns going into the semester. So uh, I think you recognize this as well as like Wi-Fi issues. What kind of computer do I need to buy? what is the difference between, you know, hybrids, synchronous, asynchronous? Like, what does that all mean? Um, how do I find my online textbook? And so it's a lot of adjusting from what they're used to and then transitioning into this online arena. But I really do like the fact that we can, both you and I can be reached through text messaging, email, Zoom. You know, I think short of being in person, which we kind of, sort of have access to very on a limited basis, but I think just remotely um, students can get their questions answered in, in multiple ways. And so I think, um, I think that's what I'm noticing too. I think students are feeling comfortable that they are able to reach out knowing they're going to get a response. Yeah. And so it's kind of easing those anxieties and I feel even with the handoff with to their instructors and to the larger counseling team, I think helps them know that they're a part of this larger community of support that, again, ranges from counseling to instructors. I think um, there's a bit of peace of mind there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. What have you been finding I, out? I think um, yeah, we basically hit, you know, hit it on the head, you know, um, but I think the most important thing is just the communication. Communicate. Mm. Well, actually, two things. Two things. One is knowing what you signed up for. So mm. if you know you're going to be an online class, and it's really having having this first this this internal discussion that says like, hey, can I do an online class, especially for a particular subject? You know, will I be able to be successful in online? Well, just for example, math online math. 241 class, you know, is this mm-hmm. something you will be able to thrive in? And the second thing is, do I have the technology yeah. to go participate in an online class, you know? So there's that part. And then the second part I talked about is the communication, you know, uh, and we've experienced this, this show, Dennis, where, you know, we're able to kind of, you know, through our partnerships with our dual credits kids, you know, we're able to see, you know, certain, you know, classes and students, how they're performing. And, you know, we if we see that some students aren't submitting work, we're like, hey, what gives? And finally yeah. we reach out finally we you know, we set we 
so you get, like you said, there's amazing support. So finally, we reach out to the students to kind of figure out what's happening. And then the instructor reaches out to the students and finally decides to have like, hey, let's let's have a meeting or session to kind of discuss what's happening. Mm-hmm. They come to the meeting and then students are saying, oh, by the way, I don't have the proper technology for the class. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we don't know that. You know, we don't know yeah. that. That's got to be, yeah. that's got to be communicated to us. And then from there, it turned into, and we saw how those emails were went, you know, it's like, Okay, great. So let's contact your let's contact your your high school, you know, college and career center. Let's kind of figure out how we can, you know, work this out. And you know, hopefully those issues are resolved. But I guess the lesson, the takeaway from that is you gotta communicate. Yep. Just gotta let us know. Yep. Let us know. We're not we're not mind readers, as Auntie Coco likes to say. We're not mind readers. <laughs> so but Yeah, so yeah, and and I truly feel that we do provide like a a place where Students do feel comfortable reaching out because um, I, I, I really feel like they're reluctant in the fact that, oh, you know, I'm asking so many questions. I feel bad. It's like, no, 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 no. The more, like you said, the more questions you ask, it helps us because like you said, we're not mind readers. So right. yeah, communication is huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and so another thing I wanted to maybe briefly talk about to um this hasn't come up a lot, but I just want to remind folks who are listening that even though we are remote now and it's very unclear if we're going to be remote in the spring because these case counts are just wild, but financial aid is still available. I think students just need to remember that no matter how the course is delivered to submit their financial aid application Mm -hmm. Uh, for fall 2022, I believe the FAFSA app goes live in October along with all the scholarship stuff that's out there. And so students should apply. I mean, they can go to school for free. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you know, Sheldon, we've been, this is what we always tell students, you know, we've, we've served on scholarship committees, you know, I've Mm. been on scholarship committees where we, you know, we had X amount of money to give out, but we didn't give it out because students didn't apply, you know, so and that's that's very heartbreaking for us. It's like, wow, we could have really, you know, provided assistance, yep. financial assistance to students, and all they had to do was submit an application. So, yep. if you're hesitating, don't just submit. You know, the just, worst that can happen submit. is we say no. Yeah, yep. worst can we say is like, no, that's it. You know, yep. but yeah, you never but know. Yeah, there's an opportunity there. And going back to that um, senior night, they had talked about, you know fine-tuning their personal statements, working on those essays. And that couldn't be, um, I mean, that is important as well. Uh, I've sat on scholarship committees where statements are felt like they just wrote it that minute. And so grammar errors, stuff like that. And so even that we couldn't award. And so I think if they could just spend time fine-tuning their personal statement, then um, that'll be good for them as well so that they can submit for their scholarships, stuff like that. So yeah, again, they, who, I mean, who will turn away free money to go to school? I mean, that's just such a perk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, look online. There's so many workshops around financial aid. Uh, make sure it's a legit site too, but go to those workshops, go to those meetings, talk to your high school counselors, um it the process should be free submitting scholarships should be free um but again if you have any questions just contact us and we'll help you out next 
what is what are we trying to do in October, Alfie? We, Sheldon and I will be producing our own haunted house. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do this. It'll be a virtual haunted house. No, virtual no. haunted house. Oh my <laughs> virtual God. breakout rooms. But if any, <laughs> uh, so you know, in I, I have no idea how this idea came about, but in. <laughs> One of the things we just we just we'll just throw it and we'll see whatever sticks, right? But um, yeah, so in October uh, we decided to conduct our own little virtual open house. So it's not really a haunted house, but it's a KCC virtual <laughs> ha- uh, open house. Sorry, open house kind of thing. So uh, we of course over two days. You know, on October twenty second, we'll have a focus on our our degree or our programs, whether it's credit or non credit programs, and on October 29th, we will have a uh, we will have the student support programs that will have you know, and this will be all done in like I said in the virtual format through the Zoom link. Uh, we'll get a Google site up and running to you know broadcast all the information. But you know we're using this as an opportunity to really showcase what KCC is all about. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know what we've experienced and we're noticing is that slowly. <laughs> These uh, college and career fairs are not going face to face anymore. Mm-hmm. Pe- you know, people are canceling. You know, um, and I think Sheldon and I were just like, "Yeah, let's try this." You know, let's just kind of try this to kind of showcase what KC is all about. And yep. Yep. I, I did a I did a call out, and holy smokes, we got we got a pretty good list. We got a pretty good list. Of, it's a pretty impressive list. <laughs> it's a pretty impressive list for our first attempt. And um, yeah, I, I mean, echoing to what you're saying. Everything's going virtual. I think schools and agencies are trying to just play it safe. And what I also like about this is the reach can be very, very far because this is free and open to the public, um, 9 a.m. to noon, Hawaii Standard Time. And so if you're on the continent internationally, you can log on and check out what we have to offer. And so the reach could be huge. And I think, like you said, we really want to share and highlight what Kapi'olani has to offer. And I think this is such a neat opportunity because you and I, we did, we work many, many in-person fairs and those are great. Mm -hmm. You know, you can never replace those conversations you have in person, but this adds another reach. And so if we have that student who's say on the island of Maui, kind of curious about what we have to offer, just log right in. If we have a student who's in the Midwest, who is thinking about moving to Hawaii, they can log in and check us out. Yeah, yeah. And what what I love about this with this approach is uh, rather, again, yes, we do we do love the face to face parts of the college and career fair. But when you think about it, it's like students come to either you, Sheldon, or myself, and mm-hmm. they ask us, "Can you tell us about your culinary program?" Mm-hmm. Yes, we can tell you about the culinary program. But mm-hmm. what they're doing with the virtual open house is we actually have the content area experts. Yes, who will be there? So people repre- uh, representing their particular disciplines and programs to actually talk about it. So that'll be pretty cool. And by the way, it is it is only going to be 15 minute workshop. So I think that's mm. pretty cool in itself. Yeah. So yep. you know, little little morsels, little bites. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to commit to the whole day. You know, you just see what sessions you're interested in attending, then by all means just click on the Zoom link. Again, we'll provide you the Google um, site information later on, but click on the Zoom link, type in the password and boom, you're in the session. Yeah. You know? So that's that's pretty cool, you know. You don't have I'm to feel excited. obligated to say. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And keep in mind, gang, it's free, absolutely free. <laughs> absolutely the only free. Thing, the only thing you have to pay is attention to those 15-minute <laughs> workshops. So by all means, yeah, please 
please, um, yeah, we really appreciate it if you can stop by, you know. And again, this is your opportunity to ask whatever questions you had from yep. content yep. area experts for the program. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You know, back in March of 2020, I have to say, I have to be fully transparent that there was a slight gray cloud over how college was going to roll out. Yeah. But as, as folks are, you know, thinking outside the box, kind of going above and beyond, trying to figure out how to make it all work, um, my reluctance is changing to excitement. And as we try to think of new things, being creative, um, it just makes being in higher ed kind of exciting because we get to almost rewrite how um, we I guess, transition folks into this wonderful post-secondary opportunity. Yeah, definitely. But, but, yeah, definitely. but thank you everyone for listening. I thank you for everyone for being with us along this journey. Any final words, Alfie, as we close out our, our podcast? Yeah, <laughs> our podcast, our first podcast since July again. But um, no, you know, just again, thank you everyone for for you know continuing to listen to us you know we hear feedback from people around and like and Sheldon and I still can't believe wow we're at like what 2000 plus downloads man yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing That's, so thank you gang we really appreciate that but i guess the other thing we also appreciate is everyone's patience and persistence you know with mm. this whole with this whole pandemic well that's three p's pandemic pers- uh, patience and persistence right the three <laughs> p's but i just thank you everyone because um as much as it we as much as it's been an interesting experience for Sheldon and myself. I can imagine how it is for everyone. We're all taking mm-hmm. it from, there's so many multiple perspectives on this in dealing with this, but you know, just know that we're here. Um, we're, we're thriving and yeah. moving along. And if you need support, just again, feel free to reach out. We are here for you. Yep. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. Please, please, please take care of yourself take care of your family, take care of your community. We're all in this together. Um, And you'll be hearing from us again, hopefully real soon. Hopefully we don't take a long break, but we'll be around. We'll be around. We'll be around for sure. All right. Take care, everyone. All right. See you again.